Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Saturday, 7th May, 2022. Our bit today comes from Colossians 3, verse 14, which says, And above all these things, put on charity, that's love, which is the bond of perfectness. Welcome aboard Saturday. Hope you are going to remain steadfast and true to the sunny disposition you now have and grace us with a wonderful spring, or better yet, a near summer's day. We've got to hope and have faith, friends, that all will go well today. And even if it doesn't, then we have our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to rely on, to bring us comfort, safety, and a refuge from the trials and tribulations of this crazy and evil world. Now, who wouldn't want such an awesome life? Eh? Unfortunately, though, many of us choose not to believe in Christ Jesus, only to their everlasting sorrow. But all we can do as good ambassadors of Christ is to keep on telling his story, the good news of his wonderful gospel that brings salvation and eternal life to all who dare to believe. And then we hope that eventually they will come to recognize the error of their ways. However, since it's Saturday, we need to get on with our business of checking out the coats of our friend Anselm, those he sent us this past week, as he aspires to inspire us for a better tomorrow. And the first quote tells us, even if you cannot change all the people around you, you can change the people you choose to be around. Life is too short to waste your time on people who don't respect, appreciate, and value you. Spend your life with people who make you smile, laugh, and feel loved. And that's the gospel truth. Life is indeed too short and the world too evil and confused to spend time with people who don't appreciate and value you. Oh, I, I, I know that we all desire to be amongst people that we are made to be in relationships, but sometimes it's better to be alone than to be in unproductive relationships. And if you cannot find satisfying relationships, like those mentioned above, then turn to God and ask for his help. There's no shame in that. He will lead you down the right path. But sometimes it might take a little while for him to arrange it. So you might have to be lonely and unsatisfied for a spell. But placing the problem in God's hands is always the correct answer. Remember that Christ died for us to have the abundant life and being in unsatisfying, unvalued relationships certainly does not meet that criterion. And do I ever like this next quote which says, when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. <laughs> and oh, is that ever true? And why not, eh? As we just said, life is short. So why wait when you find the one you want to be with in this life? 
But a word of caution, hear me, people. Let's not rush into things. With such a huge commitment, a lifetime one in mind, we need to first ascertain that the other person also wants to spend the rest of their life with us. And even more importantly, that they are the right person for us in God's will. But if you have checked it, and all of those things are in the positive realm, then why wait? <laughs> Meanwhile, the next quote explains why we must be very careful in our every move nowadays. For it tells us that the world as we have created it is a process of our thinking. It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. And that's an indisputable fact. Our world is made in the image of our thoughts. Our minds are the fountains of creativity and the thoughts and ideas which flow through them and from them lead to the actions that we take. And that's why the enemy, Satan, is so gung-ho to get control of our creative space. It enables him to drive us down the path of evil instead of the path of righteousness that Jesus wants us to go down. And no wonder the mind is called a battlefield, because everyone is fighting for control of it. Thus, it is true that to change our world, we must change our thinking. However, it's ever so important that we have the right kind of thoughts and thinking that will benefit our world rather than harm it. And Paul made that quite clear when he wrote these marvelous words of advice to the church at Rome. He says, And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will. And we know that comes from Romans 12 too. Yes, friends, by its very nature, the world is sinful, and thus reflects a sinful lifestyle. But we can reject that by transforming our minds to believe and do the things that Jesus wants us to do. And no, it's not always easy, but with his help, it can be done. In fact, it must be done if we ever want to or hope to see a better world for our children and grandchildren. And that's why Paul also wrote these words to the church at Corinth. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And again, we know that comes from 2 Corinthians 5.17. But it's time for us to put away our old lifestyle and conform to the new one that Christ has designed for us, one of righteousness and not of sinfulness. Then there's this quote, there's no charm equal to the tenderness of the heart. And that's more awesome truth, my brethren. There's absolutely, absolutely nothing in this world to beat a tender, compassionate, caring heart. And undoubtedly, we have the best example of that in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Throughout the Gospels, they talk about the compassionate heart of Jesus. 
And that's just a reflection of the heart of our great God. As Brother Paul wrote to the Corinthians, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, which comes from 2 Corinthians 1.3, and we know it very well. Oh, my fellow saints, our great and wonderful God is indeed characterized by mercy, care, comfort, compassion, and long-suffering. Otherwise, we would have been destroyed long ago. And it's that kind of heart we need to also have, as outlined in the words of Paul to the Colossians, where he says, Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, that's tender mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, and long-suffering. And above all these things, put on charity or love, which is the bond of perfectness. Yes, my people, love is the crowning glory or grace of all Christian virtues, as well as God's greatest attribute. So, to be a true reflection of God, those attributes must also be reflected in us. And that brings us to this last and very interesting quote which says, nobody has ever measured, even poets, how much a heart can hold. And that's no lie. We don't know for sure how much our hearts can hold, not even God's heart. We just know that it can hold a lot, especially if one is a believer in Christ Jesus. But the heart that truly speaks to me amongst humans is that of Mary. Jesus' mother, her heart surely held a lot from the surprising choice to be the mother of the Son of God, to seeing him horribly punished and crucified for wrongs he did not commit, then his triumphant rising from the dead and ascension back to heaven. No wonder the good book remarks, after the shepherds came and paid tribute to Jesus in the manger after his birth, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And that comes from Luke 2.19. Then, after the only occasion where we see some rudeness from Christ towards his parents, when they found him in the temple talking with the elders after searching for him for three days, and he said unto them, How is it that he sought me? Wist or know ye not? that I must be about my father's business. And that comes from Luke 2.49. <laughs> but imagine any other 12-year-old saying that to their parents. No? <laughs> uh, many teeth might have been lost. But the good book continues. And they, that's Jesus' parents, understood not the saying which he spoke unto them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. Yes, friends, from day one, mothers have never had it easy. But they are indeed the backbone of the family. And on this Mother's Day weekend, let's fill our hearts to overflowing with love for them now, and treat them as the queens that they are. 
for they always give much more than they ever ask for or expect. Much love. And the postscript for today says, it's only the love in our world that keeps it from totally falling apart. And that's the gospel truth, my people. Without love, our world would fall apart and we don't have enough in it because not enough of us live for Jesus. So please, let's get out there if we want to see our world improve and start living seriously for Jesus now. Because if you live for him, then you will have love. And if you have love, then things will get better. So please, we pray all of that in his mighty name this Saturday morning. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.